0: Come again song (laughs) welcome everybody to another episode of the dym podcast i'm one of your hosts my name is andy andy slash cool breeze Fiori. that's like three nicknames in one shawnee (laughs) yeah you got a ton of nicknames (laughs) and that voice everybody is the one and only mr sean donnelly the dutch himself Okay. I am the Dutch, and this is like it's like one of the first nicknames I've ever had in my life. I've always oh really?
1: Yeah, I think we my, I know we I talked
0: know. about it before a little bit, but yeah, it's interesting.
1: I, yeah, like I um and and this is like a self imposed nickname by you on the show, and that's the only place people say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't but, even know where they came from. I just one day popped in. I just was uh, riffing and rapping, and uh, Dutch and the cool breeze just popped out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they you, really,
1: you listen to a pair of shock jocks from the eighties and you want to <laughs> touch of the cool breeze. Uh, yeah. I, when I was growing up, my name's Sean. So there's no nickname for that. That's a uh, tough and, one. And then people, as a, as a joke, my friends would call me Sean, John, because of Sean, Sean John, sure. And then uh, I would get called Donnelly and then uh, yeah, yeah, I would get called Shawnee sometimes like very rarely, but it was nothing that ever stick
0: stuck. Yeah. People like to call you and I both by our last names. I always get Fiori a lot and Donnelly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a a. It's a a
1: white guy thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I don't think black guys do that, right? They probably don't call each other by the last. Maybe they do.
0: I don't know. I'm not enough friends with uh, black guys to be able guy, to confirm right? yeah. or deny. <laughs> I'm very curious. <laughs> black guys, call in if you uh, got a moment. <laughs> I had a roommate in college, my friend, Dr. Mike Gluhannik, um, who obviously we called Glue, And right. we had gotten about halfway through sophomore year. You know, so I've known him since freshman year. So now it's about what, you know, year and a half, almost two years I've known this fine young gentleman. And we're maybe a little high. And he was. we were talking about nicknames, having the same conversation about what we were called in high school, if we had any. And he goes, yeah, so, you know, like, uh, people always just call me Glue because my last name's Glue Hannah. <laughs> and we're all like, yeah, we we all jump there, Mike. We were all able to decipher that one.
1: <laughs> Not that hard of a stretch there, Mike.
0: <laughs> we narrowed it down.
1: I think we did talk about this. And I remember you mentioning that. And also... Yeah, like- I think I mentioned my friend Opie, who we called him because he was red-haired and freckled, <laughs> right. but he looked more like Problem Child, but we couldn't call Uh-oh. him Problem Child because
0: there's just too long of a nickname, whatever it was. The most sarcastic kid in movie history
1: yeah and i did i I admit this on the show when we mentioned that i wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid did i really yeah and the reason why is because the they mentioned the kid having add in it and i had add and my mom didn't want to make me feel bad (laughs) when they mentioned the kid having it's very sweet it's very sweet yeah but when i when i was a kid i go why can't i see it she's like Oh, because uh, you'll get bad ideas. And I was like, I was like, what? I'm like, that makes no sense.
0: Yeah, but you, probably, you weren't paying attention to the movie anyway. It probably no. went right over <laughs> your head.
1: I'm like, this movie has bad <laughs> ideas. That squirrel has a puffy tail. You're Here, Puff. puff. Here, <laughs> Puff. <laughs> Andy 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 I'm so excited uh you 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 let it be known before we started recording that you did your homework for this week and I'm very curious and because I wanted to tell you this I wanted you to watch it so I could tell you my idea of what I want to do uh regarding this movie uh i watched a last week for the last week's episode i was watching a movie called digstown that from my childhood that i love the I there it is right there hey, lewis Gossett Diggstown. jr oliver platt to the point where they i can. uh i messaged oliver platt and asked him to be a guest on the show oh wow <laughs> After, that's yeah, like he, a reach you
0: where you go he might actually say yes he
1: might he, exactly <laughs> i might hear back from this guy but he's so he's one of those guys oliver platt that's amazing at everything he does and he's never and he's never uh, in the discussion like like you know what i'm saying like everybody loves oliver platt but yeah, he should yeah. be legendary but he's as as funny as any other legendary funny person in, in film yeah um great. if you ever watch the impostors which is a great movie with him and stanley tucci that they directed together and they wrote together it's he's so freaking funny in this movie it's like a little it's not indie it's got it's 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 a little bit more than indie i think but it's it's yeah. pretty it's pretty independent so I watched this movie last week. I it's, I I I I, I liked this movie a lot, and I and I was really like very nostalgic for me to watch it. But I also love. I think it could have been made so much better. But I do I do love the movie. But I, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to find out from you is what did you think
0: of Digstown? Digstown was an enjoyable watch, but a little dated. And I can see why you brought it up as a nostalgia thing. Yeah, because I got that immediately. The cast is great. It's got James Woods, Bruce Dern, Oliver Platt, Louis Gossett Jr., uh, some other young crazy guy. Oh, this is one of the ones I wanted to bring up to you because I got another little thing. I was watching Friday the 13th, part four the final chapter last Friday was the first or whatever Friday the 13th of the year in 2020 might not have been the first I don't know Right, I don't know yeah. but it was uh, Friday the 13th so you know uh, it was the
1: second actually
0: so the movies always get shown you know the Friday the 13th movies are, there's a marathon all day so I was right. watching one of them final chapter I think is the is my favorite one but before we even get to that did you notice that the stick man the trainer for Louis Gossett Jr. was Manya's husband <laughs> in the pony remark that's how
1: I knew him. That's how I knew him, and and that's probably a, thats probably ten years. No, no, no. No, that's actually around the time of Seinfeld. So he—that's one of those guys that he probably looked old his whole life. He probably I came out as up. an old he baby. He died in
0: 1997. So uh, yeah. that episode is an early season Seinfeld. Is probably 91, that's 92, 91, 92. Yeah, and then Dinkstown. So is he 90- only had a few years left. Dinkstown but, is 92, uh, I believe. Right. Right. So she's she's had a rough day, everybody. <laughs> you know,
1: Enjoy your, enjoy your cake, man. Whatever
0: he says. They say it's a dry heat. You know, he moves out of (laughs) through Arizona, but that was the Seinfeld connection in Digstown. Yes, Manya's husband there. Manya died. (laughs) Manya died. Dad. Manya died. But yeah, I thought it was a it was a good movie. Like I enjoyed the uh, you know the prison the setup. This I love a good scam grift movie. Me too.
1: Me too. I love a good scam. movie, And this is a this is a great one that I don't think maybe it's been done again. But it's like one of those things where I could couldn't you I, I want to do is I want to write a script that digs town, but not boxing. It's MMA. It's Ooh, yeah. an MMA version of Digstown.
0: That's a good so idea. I'm, I'm
1: copywriting this on the podcast right
0: now that uh, it, the, the plot for no reason just kind of gets a little haywire where they go. Yeah, we got this, you know, this guy who the town's named after. uh John Macon Diggs or whatever. He fought 10 guys in one day. And also
1: the guy who plays John Macon Diggs. Do you know who that is?
0: Who was it? Because I was looking at him.
1: It's Vigo from Ghostbusters 2. Yes.
0: (laughs) Good one. That's a really good one.
1: You're like buzzing of flies to him.
0: (laughs) But uh, this is Vigo. Yes, uh, James Woods goes. I got this guy. He's gonna for we'll bet a hundred grand, and he'll beat ten of your guys in one day. And <laughs> I like go for forty eight year old Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah, all right. I guess for no you know, reason, young Heather Graham's in it. She looks uh, just as Heather Grammy as as ever. Because it was, it, it was right
1: before her Heather Graham stuff. It was right. It was right around license She's Older than
0: you think. You don't realize she is, like she's, she's in her maybe mid fifties, but she looks as amazing as ever.
1: She. Because if you right around then was probably also oh, eighty-eight was licensed to drive. So this is a couple years after eighty eight of mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. license to drive, where she's like the dream girl in that. Um uh so she's right around the time and then and then boogie nights, yeah, she looks really young in boogie nights, but she's actually probably
0: older in boogie. Nights. boogie nights? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. After,
1: there's a bunch of years, like five more years after this. So uh yeah, I thought I think it's i I'm glad you liked it because I think yeah, it's it was a really enjoyable good movie. And basically what you are trying to say is that it's this movie where these, these these con men come to town, James Wood's leads them, and then he convinces the town, "Hey, I have this boxer who's better than anybody in this town, and he can beat 10 of your guys in 24 hours." And and then the bet keeps going up during the movie. At first it's 100 right, grand, right. and it goes to 2, then 5, then a million and a half, and then basically but but it gets really heavy where like Bruce Dern is in it, which Bruce Dern might be one of the best bad guys. He yeah, was great. He's a great bad guy in this movie. Like, he's a really good. You you love to hate him in this movie. Like, it's one of those things where. And the thing is this like, there's really something. I guess I can just talk about it because it's a 90s movie. If you haven't seen Digstown, spoil it. He, what is that? Yeah, who cares, right? Basically, there's a there's like race really racial undertones in the movie like yeah, about the totally. south and about like whatever it is like it's kind of in the middle of this light-hearted comedy about a grift they're just out of nowhere they're like re- they're using the word boy and it's really kind of yeah. a lot of racist shit in the movie and they string a guy up and they any he, and he murders a guy by hanging him, which is by like <laughs> so messed up but at the end when they get revenge on bruce Dern his brother just punches him in the face. Like, yeah, why aren't you murdering Bruce? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, they go, uh, Lewis guys. goes, Hey bro, my hands hurt. You want to handle this? Cause Bruce Dern is done. They've cleaned Bruce Dern out. They want, you know, whatever it is. So, so the guy walks over and just knocks him into a bunch of popcorn bins. And that's, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, what about the trial of Bruce Dern for murdering this guy's <laughs> brother? Yeah, seriously. That's way too heavy a thing to put in there just to tr- trivially get rid of just with like, a, a, oh, look at me, knocked into the, into the popcorn bins. Oh, that was cute. Okay. Yeah, there was, <laughs> was a hate crime that happened in this movie.
0: I uh, was a little taken aback by that. I was trying to place where that guy was from, too. Doesn't he play that black guy? He plays like the gentle giant in something. No. What do you think?
1: Green Mile? That was Michael Clark. No, no, no,
0: no. The brother of the guy who got killed. I think, yeah, he looks familiar but I forget what movie he's from. Okay, I couldn't think of it. I was trying to uh, think of it the whole time because I know I've seen his face before. because obviously that's one of our favorite games. I love putting other people in other things that they've done making oh, those Oh, so games. do I. And this I, one was killing me the whole I, time because I, don't know, I tried to do it without the internet, you know?
1: I don't know about you but I think of it as like a like one of my attributes like it's a yeah. talent. it's a talent i
0: have to be In my able to, dating profile
1: <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm like like i will be upset if somebody does it before me i'm like upset that yeah yeah like i get like oh man that's right i should have gotten that should have you know? been
0: mine yeah uh randall tex Cobb of course raising arizona uh and a bunch of other stuff yeah great cast man great and then, cast. Yeah, it does just kind of end you're just kind of like all right and then it's just like the end you go okay yeah. i
1: guess and, ap- and apparently like I was looking up on IMDb there's all sorts of editing errors. I think they just they were like here this one's for the paycheck, folks. They
0: a little slap together. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's Michael Ritchie who directed it and there's a lot of editing errors in the movie. They might have just thrown it together and released it. Like maybe they realized it was a pretty decent movie. The thing about it is yeah. I think the the story is awesome. Like I think the totally. story itself, it could have been a real remarkable been a lot, movie, yeah. A lot better. And yeah. I think if it was made in the 70s it would have been better. Absolutely, like if you had well, that. Of course,
0: best decade right, of movies. Best
1: decade for movies, but because it's Michael Ritchie and he did Bad News Bears, right? And did Downhill racer, and he did a bunch of stuff. So, and he this is not one of his best movies, but it's it's still good because of the people in it and because I think because it's a really cool story.
0: Yeah, and on that note, uh, making some connections again, as I mentioned before, I was watching Friday the Thirteenth. Part four, the final chapter, which we all know was not even close to the final chapter. Uh, <laughs> I remember, a, remember
1: when we were younger thinking that, like, there it is. We, yeah, were yeah. like, oh my god, I guess it's over. That's it.
0: <laughs> this <laughs> is the best one, though, because this one feels the most, other than maybe one, this one feels like the most teen slasher horror. It's like the best one. It's like maybe the most well done within that kind of corny, popcorny slasher armor. This one has young Corey Feldman It's got what's her name? Uh, Judy Aronson, I want to say she is also you might know her as one of the girlfriends from Weird Science. She's the brunette, not the blonde. Oh, yeah. Super cute. And this one, there's all sorts of teenage tits all over the map. And you're just it's hijinks at the lake. And weird uh, science where he's named Wyatt Donnelly. That's yeah, his Wyatt, name <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, I was watching it. And in the beginning, I'm going, where do I know this fucking guy from? Because it starts with um part. Th- it starts with the ending of part three where they find Jason's body. You know, it was also hanging from the barn and they see the EMTs take him away. Uh, the body gets taken to the morgue and uh, there's this one female EMT. And she gets that classic scare because the, the corpse's hand falls off the gurney and brushes her thigh. And she goes, ah, you know, they all lose their minds because they <laughs> come back. And the other EMT goes, come on, what's the matter with you? Acts like a pro is none other than Enzo the barber himself. Oh, my God. Uncle Enzo! Can, that's awesome. Anthony Ponzini. I looked up
1: his name. So Seinfeld people are just all over this week's movies on DYM podcast. And
0: we're not done there. Oh, my God. So we get to the morgue. They drop the body off at the morgue. And if you know part four, of the final chapter, you might know you're not a horror guy, but I love it. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't even think I saw it. Part four. Then he kind of comes back to life in the morgue and starts causing havoc. And one of the most famous Friday the 13th kills is when Jason's got the, uh, you know, the bone saw. It looks like a hacksaw. He grabs this one guy by his forehead, yanks his neck back and gives him the old bone saw to the jugular. Yeah, That actor who gets it in the neck is Bruce Mahler, none other than the rabbi. Oh, really? Yes, the rabbi. Yes. So you've got the EMP and the doctor in the hospital. All Seinfeld connections right there. Elaine. (laughs) (laughs) That guy was in a bunch of comedy stuff. Sergeant Fackler from Police Academy. (laughs) Yes, That's the same guy, Bruce Mahler. Right.
1: That's who it is. That's how I remember.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Elaine.
1: Sergeant Fackler. (laughs) <laughs> you don't seem yourself.
0: You don't seem yourself. No, I'm not myself, Rabbi. <laughs> he tells her. He tells everybody her business. He's great. Yeah,
1: Seinfeld people are just all over TV and movies and everything.
0: I was just sitting there and watching. I go, within 45 seconds, you got two great alumni. Two great, uh, well, Uncle Enzo's a one-off, but the rabbi we see a few times.
1: Uncle Enzo is awesome. So it was like it was like a young Uncle Enzo?
0: It was like super, but like immediately you go, ah, it's Uncle Enzo right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You give a haircut in the apartment? (laughs) 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 That that ain't Bruce's hands. I don't know how he does it. The pizza man was here. He must be going bald. (laughs) I always go, who brings the pizza man into their apartment like that? (laughs) And, like, lets him hang out. It was very odd. There he is. Look at him. They're, They're together. So beautiful call. Look, there's Bruce Mahler on the right and Uncle Enzo right in the middle. Bushy. So great, one great of the science. things you brought up that I
1: love that they do in, in movies like this and horror movies or like revenge movies is they have him be shitty right before he gets murdered. That's what happened, right? Like he was shitty to the other to the other girl before when he's like being professional and then he gets. Oh, I
0: don't think uh, Uncle Enzo actually bites it. Uh, in oh.
1: This one. oh, I thought you said he's one who got slashed. No, oh, that that's was a, rabbi. Who, that's that was a rabbi. rabbi. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh, sorry.
0: Uh, the neck. Grizzly. <laughs>
1: But you ever notice they chef. do that, they'll have somebody be like yeah, you know, yeah, like, totally in a school bully or something like that. You're, and like, you get and then you like your come up in. Yeah, yeah, you get your come up in some of the horror movies.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's why we that's when you you kind of root for the killer. You go, yeah, get that guy who's a jerk.
1: Kill him. Yeah, yeah. You kind of want nuts. Yeah, it's like you want him to get
0: murdered. There's a lot of a lot of gratuitous uh violence in these Friday the thirteenth film
1: Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I'm watching this. I go, it's a lot of unnecessary killing.
1: That's like you're you're like now you're a dad without being a dad yet. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we get. That's what happens when you get to this age and you're just like, oh, I is that necessary, Jason.
0: you <laughs> right. have to use the hacksaw, Jason? Yeah, young Corey Feldman, very young Corey Feldman <laughs> in ch- final chapter. Uh great cast. There's another um there's another kid. You mean who... musician
1: Corey Feldman? Oh, that's
0: I, that's musician, all I know.
1: That's, yeah. that's only how I know him from his music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw him in the concert. We all went one time. Like Corey a, years ago. Yeah, me and Big J and Soda. We all Tell showed up. It was the weirdest, most bizarre collection of people. Where was the concert? It was at... A small New York City place. I wish I could have yeah, like, the imagine. Highline Highline Ballroom.
1: Was it was it, it Corey Feldman's apartment? Was it, was, it was, <laughs> yeah, Corey, yeah. was Corey? Was it behind the bus station? And it was just <laughs> Corey Feldman.
0: And uh, yeah, it was like me, Jay, Soder, uh Attel was there, Sal Volcano, and we were all watching uh, Corey Feldman and the Angels. It was, was
1: it surreal. I actually feel crazy. bad for the guy.
0: It was like a three-hour show, dude. You could tell he's just, like, so in love with himself. He did, at one point, a costume change where he put together just, like, a montage of the films that he's been in with, like, his greatest hits.
1: (laughs) Wait, so he came out in outfits from, like, Stand By Me and, like, stuff like that?
0: Not so much, but, like, yeah, yeah, more more like the, you know, the Frog Brothers from... No, it was just... No, it was literally a screen came down. And showed clips.
1: Oh, oh, he changed into the. Outfit no, 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 no,
0: no. Yeah.
1: Oh, and then they just played a montage of his. Oh my God. Yeah. It was just, the
0: most self-serving thing I've yeah, ever I mean, seen.
1: Well, You know what? Have his life. And then tell me you're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, oh yeah. Grow, yeah. Grow I'm up sure. like how that kid grew up, grew up, growed up, up. No that kid argument grew up,
0: from the Cool Breeze.
1: And, and tell me that. You're not gonna be like this is what the people want to see, and to be honest, it's not that bad if you think about it. That's why they're there. They're there to see him. So it's like one of those things where it's like it it, it sounds really bad, but if you think about it, yeah, that's exactly what I'd want to see. I'd want to see that almost more than the music.
0: Yeah, I think at least half of the audience was there ironically
1: <laughs> right? yes right exactly like they even had him around the time that album came out this is why i feel bad they like had him on like one of those
0: morning shows like as a After joke what it was and he got really kind of uh made fun of and it went like viral because they're like what the hell is this piece of shit but it was funny yeah you know sal sal was the only famous one of us there and afterwards somebody in Corey feldman's camp uh i guess recognized sal from impractical jokers and like. Uh, would you like to come back and meet Mr. Feldman? Sounds what? I think I'm okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm good. Uh, that's that's Sal. I guess he just he doesn't <laughs> give a shit. I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, just because of Stand By Me. I'd be right, like, right. I would just be like, yeah, because of Goonies and Stand By Me, and like
0: sure. his that's film great resume. A way,
1: yeah, it's great resume. But also, like, he was like, he was like molested a ton. And yeah, he, like, lived he in, like, go. he had a tough go of it, man. So if you, if, the fact that he's alive is, like, huge. Do you know what I mean? Like, the amount of yeah I think this guy must
0: have done in the 80s. Well, and maybe still on because he did not seem. Uh, At this point, it might be legal. He, he, very manic. And you could kind of just tell, just go, this guy's clearly not fucking right. They've gotten to his brain. What? Yeah.
1: But talk about, it, but that's not fair though. To you know, it's, I, it's, it he needs to be more aware of stuff. But it's it's not right to have him on a morning show when you know you're goofing on him and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, I gotta say, I didn't watch it yet. I was I was actually thinking maybe Mike, you could bring this up. There's a, it's on WeGotThisCovered.com. It's but it's all over the place. It's a deep fake oh, they put Jim Carrey over yeah. over uh, a video of the Joker from the Joker, jo- Joaquin Phoenix from the Joker. And yeah. apparently I didn't watch it on purpose, but apparently it's pretty insane. Like what it looks like. I'm not going to find them. If you can't find it, we'll just do it next week. I forgot to mention it, but, uh, but it had me thinking like, wow. Yeah. Okay. One, two things I thought is one, Jim Carrey could have made an amazing Joker at some point. totally like the year that he was, he
0: was, the Riddler, why, was right? why was
1: he that? And not why was he the Riddler and not that? I guess. Cause in that line of films, Jack Nicholson was the Joker. But the other thing is, you know, he must have been in the running for it, even later on when when, he would have when made Heath it Ledger became grade. it. Yeah, he even him even him older, even him forties as the Joker would have worked in, like Dark Knight. Maybe it wasn't good for Dark Knight. Here comes the video, Um and this is the deep fake of this is Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker, and it makes me Does think like you have someone to talk to.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I That's mean, news <laughs> he, what oh, if he looks creepier, I guess. Last
1: time, we'll
0: be yeah, because you're not. It's not going to be his voice, right?
1: You just no. The same questions every week. I guess I tried to. How's your job. Are you having any negative? Thoughts? All right. Yeah. So I'm watching it and it's it like, looks right. And he looks right for it. But the thing is this, like. Like could he pull it off? Like Joaquin, that's a that's a hard acting Here's, job, and Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job. Did an and amazing I know, job. I don't know if Jim Carrey had, would have the chops to pull that off.
0: Yeah, maybe that. And I just always am worried when it's stuff like that that Jim Carrey just goes overboard, over the and top. Jim carries yeah. it, you know.
1: Right, Jim carries the movie.
0: He doesn't, Jim. Car- um,
1: but that's what I mean, Like, but, but it's it's cool looking, but it's also, you know what it is? I have to stop being influenced by headlines on the Internet because they were like, <laughs> there's a deep fake of Jim Carrey as the Joker and everybody's losing their mind. And then we just watched it and it like wasn't a big deal.
0: I know it's so.
1: and I'm like, wow, this is a hyperbole. Great and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're the ones getting fooled by all these deep fakes. No, no, no. I saw uh, Trump say this the other day. It was clearly him. <laughs>
1: But what my point being is that he would have made a great Joker, but for somebody else's movie, not that movie. Yeah, I agree. It would, okay. it would have had to have been like the like Joel Schumacher and 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 Jim Carrey as the Joker. That would have worked out. Or uh, but I like Dark Knight and that stuff got way too heavy. Where I don't know if he could have pulled it off. But it makes me think: Can you think of anybody else in any of the the, the recent Batmans or the recent Mar even even Marvel stuff that would have made like a like a better Captain America or a better a better joker, a better penguin, a better, you know, stuff like that.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I, a good you know, I'm not as big, I don't know the Marvel movies as well. Um actors who would have made a great joke. Or a better, a better cat woman. like a
1: better, like like because I actually was I was rewatching that, like I said last week, and what's her name? Uh Anne Hathaway Hathaway's actually a great she is. She's great at it. She's really great at it. Cause she's she's good at being duplicitous, she's good at being sweet and then being an asshole in the movie where
0: do you uh you know who would be in this might be a deep deep dive but do you know who i think would have make or could still maybe make a great joker i don't know his name in real life but the guy who played ramsey bolton in game of thrones oh i don't know who that is oh did you not watch oh, you,
1: um, can you bring him up Hold on. i don't know his real name
0: but he was so sinister and so dark and such an evil evil dude I oh, he could have played a great Joker. Yeah, you kind of have to have this thing in you where you're
1: like, that's why Walking Phoenix. Like, oh, this guy. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, he's good. Yeah,
0: he's in something he else too. I can't remember. What it I mean, so, I can't. I forgot you didn't watch Game of Thrones. Um, you went mute, Shawnee. Yeah,
1: I did. Sorry, I never that's watched okay. game of Thrones.
0: Oh, buddy, what have you been doing in
1: quarantine? The thing for quarantine.
0: No, we're losing Shawnee to technical difficulties here.
1: Keeps muting. Hold on. It might we be got, your, we can hear you cord? now. Yeah. Um also his nope, name is Ewan coming. Rion.
0: Ewan Rion.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Nothing yet, Shawnee. Oh now. There you there go. We go.
1: It, this mic does this weird thing where it goes back and forth. Like it goes it goes off and on, off and on, off and on. Sorry about that, guys.
0: Is it by battery or are you plugged in? No,
1: no, it's plugged
0: in, but oh.
1: I, there must be some kind of weird connection thing happening. But what's the guy's name? Ewan? It sounds like his name you just said sounded like you were saying a normal name backwards. <laughs> Ewan Rion?
0: I never, yeah, Ewan, I guess so. I never, he's in something else. I just can't remember what it is. But hi, dude, buddy, get, you got so much downtime. Watch Scream of Thrones. What the hell's the problem?
1: Well, I have an issue with fantasy stuff. I, I, I've, I've talked about Here's it before the on thing. the show. I have an issue with, like, dragons and, like, you know, like, you know, you, you, you've, you've insulted the you house of my, my five brothers. And I, I have, I tried was I I I for me of either. It.
0: I didn't think that was for me either. And then I started watching it and I it, it really became my thing. I'm not that kind of guy either. I was never a big fantasy or dragons, but I just, it was so great. I loved it, but and I just figured a- you got the time, pal.
1: I know people want ape shit for it. People love Game of Thrones. Like it, it really is a thing. Like I have a lot of things like that in my life. Like when I tell people they get shocked, like I don't, the fact that I don't eat cheeseburgers, people freak <laughs> out. And the fact that I don't it's... put syrup on pancakes, people lose their minds. Like they I mean, like, and right, so this right is another so. thing. So it's another thing when the people go, you don't watch Game of Thrones. I'm like used to people. I think it's like shaped. I don't. I think I've been what disappointing do do? people my whole life. So I think it's like shaped my personality. Where I'm like, no, no, it's it's fine. Yeah, I like. I used to lie. Like if people got, like, I used to be like, you yeah, I eat a, whatever.
0: A flavorless pancake. What do you put on? Pancakes?
1: I, I put butter on my pancakes, and they're, and they're great, and they're good. Yeah, they're it's good. Not dry?
0: They Doesn't dry out? No,
1: not with not with enough. <laughs> <laughs> You put enough butter on pancakes.
0: I do. You put, love enough, it, yeah.
1: you put enough butter on anything. You put butter on styrofoam really... <laughs> and you got.
0: <laughs> I can't get on you for that one because Eggo waffles. I'll just butter those and use no syrup. And I think they're delicious. Yeah. I'll leave them With my hands.
1: Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> I'll
0: leave them with my hands. Yeah, exactly. I am. I can understand the food stuff because I am as about as picky as they come to. But you have some you like can't let anything touch another thing or you will send it back. <laughs>
1: i yeah i've gotten better than i was but i'm but it's yeah, <laughs> still not great i'm still not great <laughs> it's it's like the bane of my existence it's like it's it's i wish i was yeah more you're adventurous. Uh,
0: you're no blue cheese or uh, any sort of no beast. way no, no ranch. Way. you eat just plain wings no
1: way so maybe i'll give game of thrones a chance dude uh, i'll check it out maybe i'll start watching and i'll tell you what i'm thinking as i'm watching yeah it. please do i would love um, to be able
0: to talk uh theories and i i was started re-watching it just to
1: uh i'll tell you want to talk about watch. theories and then you should watch this as well and we could talk about theories Well, it's only got four episodes right, left limited series called on hbo same as game of thrones
0: uh the undoing oh buddy i started watching it last night and i bailed like 40 minutes in
1: no uh, really so there's yeah it's the, hugh grant and nicole kidman and it's a limited series and i wanted to bring it up on the um on this, because honestly, if this was 15 years ago or 10 years ago, I've said this before about other things that I've, I have my theory about these mid level movies that are just not going to be in theaters anymore. And especially right now, because there is no such thing as being in theaters for the most part. Uh, but it would have been a movie. It would have been a really big gotcha. movie like this. But then now what they're doing, now the prestige move is we'll make it an HBO limited series and we can expand on it and we can, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, I guess yeah. There's enough material there because that now is a bigger deal than being like, Hey, we have a limited release. Like, I think it's a bigger deal. If you have a limited series on HBO than if you had um, a movie that went straight to Netflix sure. or, movie, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they have that, that credibility factor on HBO. All right.
0: Well, sell me on it then. Cause I bailed last night. I was, bored to death I,
1: I was so was i for the first
0: part of the first episode and, and then there by, was the a... end of, by the end of the first episode i was like okay i watched watch
1: it because i like mystery stuff man and it's a good enough mystery thing and enough changes by the second episode that you're like all right so keep watching it all right
0: yeah i don't think i got to the turn yet or anything uh, right there's a there's a hot young chick kind like of you
1: almost it gets to the point where at first it's kind of boring because you're like oh it's just this family and then it gets to the point where you're like you don't really know what's going on right you're kind of like yeah 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 just, things just seem a little bit weird that yeah. that plays out and it does get better it's not the best that, thing in the
0: world but it gets better i thought that chick was uh jennifer lawrence for a hot second and she then she's walking exactly around like full bush and i'm going hachi machi here she what the is, hell is going on
1: she is a smoke show that girl
0: have you, did you notice the uh, the son was from a quiet place? That's the kid from uh, a quiet place, the son.
1: Oh, I just, met, that the I just thing-
0: said the same sentence, yet change the words around.
1: I just reversed. he, he, that's him. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that was him. He's great, he's a great actor. That the little actor, yeah. He's like, he's, I think he's one of these, these good actors that you'll see him continue and continue, continue, continue. Yeah, after. he's
0: on the, the Feldman track, they call it. No, not the film, that's what it's a Hollywood. <laughs> no, film.
1: nobody should be on the Feldman track.
0: Okay. Like What's just,
1: the Feldman track? Just meth and then weird songs? Yeah,
0: and getting boo-food by fucking Hollywood execs. <laughs> and, and then boo-food to boo-movies. Boo
1: <laughs> what is boo-food? Sorry, is
0: what? that what you called? Oh, boo- yeah, it's B-U-F-U. Oh, <laughs> I've never heard never of a before. Was <laughs> that for us? By us? No, that's the Sean. No,
1: girl. it's not Fubu. No, no, it's way worse. It's way <laughs> worse. Fubu, is great. Fubu, fubu is great. Way it worse. Nice clothes. Not a Fubu is <laughs>
0: no. Is, yeah, that's uh, dangerous. Apparently, that was more Haim than Feldman of the two Corys. I guess Haim, or at least Corey Feldman, will have you believe if you watch the story of my two of it's of two Corys. There was like a lifetime original movie lately, uh, lately, recently, maybe like within the last two years. And I guess it was executive produced by Corey Feldman. And he was the one that kind of started coming out against all these high powered Hollywood executives. He goes, Yeah, they've been fucking sexual deviants for years. And he was like, This movie that I'm executive producing is going to reveal all of this. Yes. And then yeah. it's just Corey Haim getting boofu the whole time, where he's kind of like, Yeah, I, I don't know. I do kind of. <laughs> I didn't really take part. You go, what? You just sold your bail under the bus? Wait, so
1: so in the movie, it shows that it wasn't him that got. Or well, he, in his it.
0: version of the movie, it's all hame <laughs> that just used like a pincushion by these Hollywood execs. And for <laughs> whatever reason, he was like, I knew that wasn't uh, something that was like on the level. So I would always make an excuse to get out yeah, of it. Like, oh, sure you did.
1: You think Corey Feldman, you think your
0: friend being taken into a boardroom
1: by you think that might have been on the maybe something shady like,
0: as, as you're out finishing your ice cream cone in the hallway? I, I think he was as much a part of it as Ham was. He just he had Hames dead. So he had creative control. Maybe He, he, he was, controlled the narrative.
1: Maybe he was like the the uh, the artful Dodger, like he was like the guy who brought the kids in. <laughs> oh, ooh. like he was the. I wouldn't put that past him at all. That's a well, very good theory. Well, the thing that this guy always messes up is that he had this. He's coming out. He did a whole press tour about this this documentary, and he goes, "We're gonna have a pay per view event for oh, people yeah. to watch it, like our, a video on demand event. Right, you right, pay right. me a hundred dollars, you can watch this movie, or whatever it is." What and then they, shit. and then the first thing that happened, I don't know if you remember when, because I was like holy i like i figured i wasn't gonna buy it but i was like i figure you'd hear about it in the news the next day it glitched out yeah it, yeah it it, it 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 buffered or it didn't go and boo it didn't it didn't play so and then i guess somehow they got it out but i you 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 wonder if oh was that part of the plan because the big rollout you get your money it gets a glitch and then you roll it out afterwards and nobody cares about it like that kind of thing
0: yeah, it's uh um, you have
1: you to know. wonder like how the hell did that happen? This big record that's why this guy that's where the sad part about this guy comes in, where it's like, oh man, yeah, you know, like you like now you're being that guy, it's like, come on, man. That's what the
0: concert was too. It was just sad. You just go, ah, oh, Christ on a cracker. Ugh. Ugh, it's just
1: brutal, brutal. But yeah, yeah it's kind of, it's kind of shitty to make a movie about your dead friend getting molested. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> like, that's really what not, it was oh no, we, we didn't we did some editing on this uh, I'm not in it really you know I'm-
0: and then you can just tell it was all his delusions of how his life happened because you can there's the one scene you know where he meets Michael Jackson and it's just like Michael Jackson's like so I heard you're uh you're a big dancer and it's like I don't think Michael Jackson heard of you and then came <laughs> over and found you it was like why don't you show me some of your moves I think that was just Michael Jackson's opening line to every yeah 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 yeah. And then it was just kind of uh, he makes it. He was like, yeah, so uh, me and Michael Jackson, because if you go and see him in concert, all he does is Michael Jackson dance moves. You know, he does. Right. It's all carbon copy. And in all all
1: fairness, what it was, was he did. He used to dress up like Michael Jackson and do the yeah, dream a little dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, he won't even, but when he was little, he did it. Like he was he, when he was little, he did
0: it. So he'll have you believe in the movie that he and Michael choreographed these dances as a team together. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, to this day, he claims that he can do these moves. So because- his friend, his
1: friend's getting <laughs> fucked in the ass, but he's like, "I invented yeah. the moonwalk." <laughs> That's how I used. That's how I used to get out of the goes, room. <laughs> I backwards myself out of that room. And that's how I... <laughs> he shouted. Core Hame's
0: getting... <laughs> Corey Haim's getting Corey Haim's getting his moon walked Corey... <laughs> on. We're and... <laughs> 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 Haim, man. R.I.P. Corey. <laughs> he's in, he's oh. in the room. He's in the room. Get molested, and you have
1: Felman on the other side of the door going, "Do the moonwalk. Do the moonwalk." <laughs> oh, that's brutal. That's so sad. <laughs> um, poor poor guy. You still feel, even though like he's oh, he's, I can. He's beyond the pale. It's too much at this point. But it's like. You still feel bad in a way. It's
0: like, you guys, it, man, how thankful are you for your loving parents after all oh, this shit happens? Oh, much. Absolutely. Hey, and guess what? I can make a connection to this whole episode, to Digstown, to Corey Ham, to Corey Feldman. Can you? I can do it very quickly. No. How do you do that? You did, you're doing, you're doing uh, By movie. six degrees of license to drive. Heather Graham plays Mercedes. <laughs> The love. Oh yeah, true. I know. I Corey mentioned it Hamm, before. Fel- oh, I completely went over my head.
1: <laughs> but I not not. I didn't know we were talking about
0: Corey Feldman. Oh there. yeah, just another other Graham connection to the, all these. Uh, yeah, she plays Mercedes. That's thing. right. Yeah, Mercedes. They go really. <laughs> you had to name her. <laughs> Dude, I love that. When I was a kid. Were you good at? Are you good at six degrees of uh, Kevin Bacon or six degrees of separation? I could do it, not necessarily with Kevin Bacon, but I can oh, do Kevin it with Bacon. like other actors. You know, you can do it with two go, actors. I can get you there in a couple moves. I think I'd be pretty good at it. Let me try. Can I try to give you one? Let's do it. Let's do. Welcome we'll do to it. Terror, Let's, do it.
1: Let's do probably an easy one. Okay, Bradley Cooper and Chris Evans.
0: Bradley Cooper to Chris Evans. Oh, see, I'm not good with Chris Evans stuff.
1: It's actually really hard to do. I always think I'm going to be good at it, and then when you say it, I'm like. I- I, I'm good at movies. I know enough about movies.
0: Yeah, I just uh, give me some. Oh, well, I guess it's not fair if you give me some Chris Evans movies. What was he in? <laughs> <laughs> They're in a movie <laughs> together. <laughs> are they? They are.
1: Yeah, he's the voice of Rocket Raccoon. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right.
0: Who's Chris Evans in the? Uh, in, 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 is he he's, Captain America? He's Captain America in Galaxy. Oh,
1: yeah, not in Galaxy. He's in one that- of the Avengers.
0: All that crossover stuff is hard for me.
1: That's right. I forgot that he's the voice of Rocket Raccoon.
0: Oh See, yeah, it's good a good thing much. we
1: have a, It's a good thing we have a movie podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, people when they, when they talk about the podcast, they're always like, "These guys don't know that much, but like, they'll know some things." <laughs> sometimes it's like. <laughs> <laughs> we're just being honest. We're being, it's an honest
0: amount of knowledge right, that we know yeah. about movies. Uh, we're not, cri- we're fans more than anything. I don't consider myself a movie virtuoso.
1: Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention today for you, Andy, mm. uh, I don't know if you've done that. I don't know if you've lit your candle today and said, said your, your, uh, it's, it's Martin Scorsese's birthday today. Ooh, Ooh I did not well, know that. The day we're taping this, which is, uh, uh, on, we're uh, right now it's t- Monday. Was it Tuesday, Monday? Tuesday, Tuesday. November 17th. November seventeenth. Um, yeah, it's Martin Scorsese's birthday, which is pretty. How pretty old temporal. is damn big guy? Uh, you know what? I don't even know. I just saw a happy birthday, happy Martin Scorsese. In, uh,
0: near in his eighties, right?
1: Um, how, Mike, how old is Martin Scorsese? I, some of the information I get is from this was on the internet. Let me just sc- I just scroll through the internet all day, and whatever pops up. Yeah, pops you're, up. Getting,
0: you're getting fooled by headlines and. The other thing that came birthdays. up.
1: On TikTok, I always look at these guys do this like it's called like um some other, uh, these kind of movie guys they do like a movie TikTok thing where they were talking about uh, Steven Spielberg is a billionaire, which I guess we everybody knew that, but the reason one of the facts that I never knew about Steven Spielberg is that <laughs> I'm totally ripping this off from this other show, the fact, but but it's a true thing I guess that the reason he's a millionaire a billionaire is because of Jurassic Park because. Universal was in uh jeopardy of like going out of business before that happened and it, it made them so much money that he worked out a deal where he got 2% of the of the the park tickets to Universal Studios. So right huh. now tomorrow if you go to Universal Studios, he gets 2% of your ticket sale at U- Universal Studios.
0: Jesus H Christ.
1: That how much money that is? Like he probably that's, that's not just billions. Money. That's ins- that's billions billions. That's like a lot of billions.
0: yeah it is besides
1: that with all the merch and everything involved in jurassic park and all the sequels (laughs) and all the everything yeah yeah jeez can you imagine that insane
0: (laughs) um
1: and then there's also um another you know i love to hate this guy i feel bad for this guy because of what happened to him and I, i i know i think one of his kids died there's a Zack snyder trail a new one for uh he uh for the Justice League version that he's coming out with that's going straight to uh, streaming, I think, or straight to like you have to buy it online or whatever.
0: X Snyder's kid died.
1: Yeah, I think he was sick or something. He went through some family tragedy, which I feel bad about. But I, I will sure. not. I looked him up on Twitter. He has 800,000 Twitter. followers. I don't see why this guy. Oh, ever...
0: it's uh, not a good one. I just looked it up. What? It's a daughter suicide.
1: Is that what happened?
0: Yeah. All right, then right. I'll just stop 17. talking.
1: All right. I'll stop talking. I feel that that kind of that overshadows everything. But I'm like, whenever I see this guy make any like any. Oh, that
0: was the whole release the Snyder cut thing. Okay.
1: Yeah, that makes a little more sense. He yeah. did a Snyder cut of, but I'm like, who's clamoring for a Snyder cut of anything? Yeah, I agree. Like are, they, are these like are these like is there a whole fan base out there of these like comic book guys that love all the Snyder movies?
0: Yeah, I think so. they,
1: they Unabashedly, like they're just
0: like. Well, well I don't most, know. I don't most, know The most that. critical
1: people in the world are comic book people.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's that group. I I just assume there are with comic book stuff and those kind of, uh, those kind of crazies. So, yeah.
1: uh, real quick, just to answer your question from earlier, uh, Scorsese seventy uh, seven, and
0: double seven.
1: Spielberg also uh, he got two and a half points from Star Wars. Um, oh, um, as well as the Jurassic Park story. So that's why. So I wonder, so he wasn't a billionaire from Star Wars before. I guess not. Maybe not. Maybe he wasn't. Uh, well, oh, oh, there it is. That's License seven, to Drive. License to Drive. I've seen that a bunch of times. License to Drive.
0: Yeah. The that was a big Carol, video Carol, Kane,
1: Carol Kane is in License to Drive. And sure they, is. Guess what else she's in?
0: Seinfeld. Princess
1: Pride, you piece of shit. <laughs> um, well, yeah, what but, was the results? Oh, it was uh, Princess Bride won. I mean, oh no, no, no! Oh, you mean the, the, the results was off of the other thing? Uh, Princess Fisher Bride. Or? Isla Fisher did not win. Rachel McAdams won. Interesting. Uh, but it was like fifty-five percent to whatever it was.
0: Mm, I don't know about those numbers. Um, I, where, where were these results coming in from, Georgia? I don't know about this. <laughs> I think I think Andy's a secret far right guy. I won. Just- <laughs> I won. Isla Fisher won the the poll. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be topical here, you know. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, but no, and then the opposite thing was a lot of people. Con- friend of the show and and my friend in real life, Lee Kowarski, he uh, was saying how Princess Bride is absolutely a legendary movie. It's a per- it's close to a perfect movie. Thing. It, it's close not a subjective. It's 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 a great. It's a great great
0: movie. It's a. Great- Are you sure it's not? Again, we'll come back to the nostalgia. Like if you watch it today. I would still enjoy it. All right, because, maybe I'll watch it again.
1: Because that's what I mean about it, Andy. Because the thing about it was, at the time of it, okay. So if you have a movie like, like a movie that's just like just for kids, and then when you're watching it when you're a kid, you love it, and then when you grow up, you're like, all right, not so much. Like there's stuff like that happens a lot. Like I can't absolutely right. right. I'll like, well, I'll
0: give you like a when you're a kid
1: watching Princess Bride, you feel like you're watching an adult movie, mm-hmm. and you're but it's also appealing to you as a kid. That's why it's so cool.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So that's I think why of, I dig it.
0: I think a lot of people go through that with Saturday Night Live. I think like people always enjoy the era of when they were like 14, 15, 16. That
1: seems to be the consensus. And then you kind
0: of grow up. You go, huh, this isn't for me anymore. But then you talk to like a 14, 15, 16 year old. And they love uh, it. I don't know how you're talking to them. But they go, yeah, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. In Living Color is like that, too. What
1: are you, what are you, what are you, you, boo What are you doing? I'm on
0: uh, some chat rooms and chat groups.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's just hanging out with, them. but you're over in Jersey hanging out with a bunch of fifteen year olds. <laughs>
0: it's my Casey no, Anthony chat really. going to the skate
1: park. Just going, hey guys, what do you guys think about SNL? Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> rad dudes. <laughs> hey, cool kids.
0: Hey, other kids.
1: What's up? I'm Andy. They call me. They call, they call me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They call me Cool Breeze.
0: It's my it's my screen name. Cool Breeze seventy nine.
1: <laughs> what do you? They're like, what's the seventy nine for? You're like. I made out with, like, it's, 79 chicks.
0: It's definitely not the year I was born. So <laughs> not it's not the <laughs> My dad yes. told me that one time. Uh, you know, I, I talked in the couple of recent episodes about the big garage cleanup. The big cleanup. And, yes. And uh, we were just finding stuff that should have been thrown out years earlier. And I found an old pair of snowboard boots that I had used when I was about 14 or 15 years old that I had grown out of, you know, as my foot grew. and in my, like, I was maybe, like, 35. This might have been, like, five years ago. I came home, and my dad was like, Andrew, can I get rid of these? I was like, yeah, of course. Those were my childhood snowboard boots.
1: <laughs> he goes, so. To, it's, a, it's a dad thing to do to go, come on, let me get rid of these. And you're like, yeah, you well, here's them.
0: the thing <laughs> Exactly. I go, uh yeah. I, he goes, you you wouldn't use them now? I go, no, my foot's four sizes bigger than that now. <laughs> he goes, all right, I'll get rid of them then. I go, yes, you have my blessing to get rid of these snowboard boots. It, no problem. About a year ago, I come home and I see them in like the corner of the garage again. I go, Dad, I thought you were going to get rid of these snowboard boots. He goes, I know some kids who can use them. I go, what <laughs> kids do you know who can use them? You don't know any kids. You only know your kids and we're all in our 30s. Yeah, I'm. I'm
1: shocked. When you guys were cleaning out the garage, you didn't find any, any dead animals that it just like it just snuck their way
0: under there. <laughs> they got crushed. I found a can of uh, a can of baked beans underneath, like a. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like stuck to the carpet. Like it's I had like, to
1: rip it up. I know a kid that'll eat these beans. I know, I know kids I know, will I know. eat these beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: all right, Andrew Fiore, let's wrap this bad boy up. All right. Uh, I actually am on the road this weekend. When you hear this, I'll be there. Hopefully, it'll happen with all these spikes and everything. I'm going to be at Comics at Foxwoods this Thursday through Saturday. One show Thursday, one show Friday, two shows Saturday. Keep your fingers crossed. But always uh, Connecticut, always a good state for the Dimwits and the Defenders. They always seem to come out and say hi. So keep that tradition going. It's socially distanced. It's very safe. There's only 50% capacity. So it'll be a fun time. It's a uh, comic, C-O-M-I-X, uh, at Foxwoods in uh, Mushantucket. I don't know what the town
1: Mushin, is. Yeah, Mushantucket or something. And Mike, check out Mike, Andy. Mike
0: Mushantucket.
1: Mike. <laughs> and check out Andy on uh, Instagram and
0: Twitter, at Andy Fiore. That's me, baby. And you can do the same for Shawnee's He's at Shawnee Time. That's S-E-A-N-Y-T-I-M-E. And we both have shows on Sirius XM. Shawnee has a great show. You guys have been doing some uh, fun stuff lately. I've been jealous of these guests and uh, wanted to be a part of those conversations. But it's called Celebrate. It's Wednesdays at 4 p.m. on SiriusXM Raw Dog 99. And you've been doing the same. You have, you have a show called The Raw Report, which is on
1: Thursday at 4 p.m. on Raw Dog 99.
0: And, buddy, so we, I, sorry to cut on. you off. I no, was go gonna, We're talking to Chris Columbus tomorrow. I wanted to be, come in on that one for us. If you're available, we'll we'll sort her back after this. Maybe you can hop in and be our, our another guest.
1: That'd be great. Oh, my God. Really? Chris Columbus.
0: Yeah, it was just one of those guys we put in for. You know, you you shoot your load sometimes. You go, I'll put in for this guy. It's never going to happen. And then they come back to They go, all right, you got Christopher Columbus Wednesday at 4 p.m. You go, wow, ah, Jesus Christ. Ask him if, right after. Be Like,
1: hey, I also have a podcast. You want to do yeah, it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's about Adventures in
1: Babysitting, which is one of my faves. That's, <laughs> Absolutely. That's one of those ones that's like that's <gasps> very that's nostalgia as well. That's like straight up nostalgia.
0: Wait, was uh, that? Okay.
1: What that's what Elizabeth. I was trying to
0: think of the uh, uh, the, the, the actor from I was like, wait, was adventure isn't babysitting where there's that the black guy, that gentle giant?
1: No, no, that guy, no, I looked that guy up after he's been done a bunch of stuff. Um, no, no, it's not. Oh, no, because you mean no, the, the, guy, the, the guy who's the car thief? Yeah, no, it's not him. That's not the guy from <laughs> Dickstown.
0: That's another black guy. Damn it, we almost <laughs> made it a whole episode. <laughs>
1: Um and guys, very important. Please, uh, subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. Uh, We said this last week. I know what you're thinking. Everybody else is doing it. I don't have to go up there and write a review on the on the on the podcast page. But that's what everybody thinks. That's what everybody thinks. So please be the one who does it. Subscribe, rate, and review. That's the guy from yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yes, I forget his name. But um. And yes, yeah, so pl- and you can follow me at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. And we both have those serious shows. And thank you so much to Mike for doing this each week. You're, you're a I'll lifesaver. You. Uh, and uh, thanks so much to, to the laugh button. You guys are amazing. And we will see you next week. Right, Andy?
0: Yeah. Big uh, Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Ooh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Chris All Columbus
1: would have been great for that. That would have been yeah. great. All Maybe we'll do a little something. Home Alone. Maybe we'll talk about Home Alone or something, or like yeah, a, we could
0: do a Chris Columbus. Christmas
1: Eve, Thanksgiving Eve. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye,
0: everybody.